Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, halflings. We just wanted to put a quick trigger warning at the top of this episode, as we do touch on themes of sexual violence within this episode. Hopefully, we talk about it in the same uh, sensitive way that we always approach our work with, but we wanted to make sure that we give you guys the tools to look after yourselves. And if this is something that might be triggering for you, then please feel free to skip this episode. Thank you very much, halflings. Let's get into the episode. Hello, halflings. How is everyone doing? I hope you're well. My name is Jasper William Cartwright, and as always, I am joined by the amazing... Leandro Nati Lewis Nyao, but everybody calls me Nati. Oh, and... I've just, I've, just, wow. I've just watched something, I've just witnessed her. Never mind, move on. It's true. She's, uh, she has just been scarred. Yeah. And... <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that hard transition. Yeah. Uh, and Jeremy Cobb, but my parents sometimes call me Tiger Man. What? What? Yeah, uh, that comes from my dad really liking uh, the idea of rock in Rocky Three of having the eye of the tiger, which means that you're very motivated and focused on your goals and goal-oriented, and Aww. you work hard to achieve what you want. Uh, and it also has to do with a prank that my parents uh, played on somebody from their church uh, years and years ago. Um, this lady had, I think they were like ducks, like like ceram- like uh, basically model ducks in her front yard, like mm-hmm. plastic ducks mm-hmm. or geese or something. And mm-hmm. my parents stole them uh, and then started <laughs> writing letters to be read in front of the church demanding a ransom uh, in exchange for the return of these geese. And they signed all of them TM gang. So I, I, I was a baby when this was happening. So I was actually the un... I did not realize it, but I was the unwitting uh, ringleader of wow. a group of, of thieves at my church. That's... Uh, and they, my mom had a license plate actually for the first seven or eight years of my life that said TM gang on it. I really feel like your I feel like your parents are going to become like legends on this show now with the recent revelations that we've my had. parents my <laughs> parents will become more popular on this show than I am. Oh my god! You will come to terms with your own weakness. Old Prince vibe. Focus Ooh. on your task. Yeah. Just shut your mouth. No one is interested. You think this is just a game? Suffer and lead. <laughs> this makes them even more black. We're about to get into something real big now. Hello. So we are back. Uh, with another episode. Um, today, we're going to be talking safety tools in Dungeons and Dragons, an all TTRPG, uh, generally just playing with your friends. Um, safely. We def- yes, exactly. Safely. Mm. Very safely. And uh, so we will say there is a, there are a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode uh, because we're almost certainly going to be talking about things that are challenging um, and can be difficult for people to listen to. So if you want to skip over this, hey, look after yourself. Go do something fun. You don't have to. That's all cool. But if not, stick around. We're going to talk about some things that we have found digging around, uh, some exa- some very, very bad examples, um, and hopefully some ways that everyone can be aware um, and uh, make their tables feel a little bit more comfortable for everyone because that is super important. Jeremy, you just brought to our attention this uh, role play mm-hmm. Far Verona uh, episode. Yeah, from I think it's. March, I think it's the final one. I think it's the final one. My friend was the one well, who the, told yeah. me about it. Uh, shout out to other Taylor, uh, and uh, he had told <laughs> me about it at the time. Basically, I think it got a lot of traction, uh, a lot of controversy in the TTRPG community uh, because it essentially yeah. it's the. I think the season finale of the campaign, and the DM. Uh, essentially 
uh, without clearly without having discussed this with the players, puts one of the mm. PCs in what is what can only really be described as a situation where the PC is sexually assaulted and is unable mm-hmm. to do anything about that. Uh, and and like very specifically cuts the episode off after that point, so there's no like uh, retribute. There's no there's nothing the player then could do to elevate them out of this situation. Yeah. Or do you know what I mean? We it's, end it's on like, that. That's note. what happens. Yeah. Uh, even Game of Thrones never did that. For, uh, they, yeah. for um, what reason? It's, yeah. it's, for what purpose? Th- yeah, you can see while watching, if you were to find the clip, it's, you can see watching the clip how uncomfortable each of the players are, how completely oblivious the, the DM is. Yeah, we're not gonna going to link on. this anywhere because no one needs uh, to see that. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it's really rough. Uh, even in the aftermath, even in the aftermath when they're, cause at the end of the, every show, I guess they would do plugs and stuff. I think one of the players fully was like, didn't even do their plug. Another one, I think looked like they were about to break down in the process. Mm-hmm. Like it was clearly, uh, very traumatic for many of the people at the table. And I, I believe that the, not only did the DM have to step down or possibly GM, cause I'm not a hundred percent sure they were playing D and D. They may have just been a GM, but the, the GM, I yeah, think I fully think stepped did. down after that episode. Uh, and I don't think mm. the show even continued after that. Yeah. It's, it's a really, um, it's a really horrible clip. And I think the reason that we wanted to discuss it, because I think that it is the, it's like the apex of what not to do at a table um, in terms of making, uh, entering into something and prescribing something which is clearly going to trigger people. Like this is, it is, this is a, this is a situation in which uh, you are, uh, you know, you are entering into very dangerous territory and the DM, GM shows complete disregard for everything that's happening and including up until the point where you can see this situation happening and the players all going, oh, no, like yeah. people are putting hands in heads and just, you know, and, and, and they're just not picking up on any of these signals yeah. whatsoever. I mean, maybe maybe he was um, misreading it as like, haha, this story twist is shocking them. But from like a past from an un from an uninvolved observer, it's very clear that these are not like the whoa, this is a crazy twist sort of mm. uh, hands on heads. These are the oh, no, but, please, this but, is really bad. Never do this. Uh, hands yeah, on hands. But also, like, when you're sitting down planning something, right? Like, at no point, like, okay, cool, I want to make my players have to make difficult choices, but at no point do I actually want them to feel uncomfortable by uh, mm-hmm. by something. Like, at no point do I actually, like, at no point am I pushing them to a place where I'm like, oh, they're going to, like, get triggered by this or they're going to be really... I think... I guess what I'm trying to say, like, there's the creep out factor, mm-hmm. and if you're if if you're doing something to intentionally like uh, like creep people out, I don't mean like in a horror way, like I mean like mm-hmm. in a in a in a dodgy way, like, grimy, you know, yeah. like yeah, in a grimy yeah. way. Then 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 don't do it. It's just creepy. Like don't do why it doesn't. I don't see how that furthers the plot. Mm-hmm. I don't see how it helps mm-hmm. anybody in the ta- at the table. I don't see how it helps to tell. Um, you know, to show to showcase the character and any growth because the character is essentially just turned into an Uber marionette at that point. They have zero mm. zero no, zero control over the, over what's happening to them. Yeah. So what 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 compelled you to do this? Yeah, like, yeah, I completely agree. That that for me is the most egregious part of it is the fact that you as the, the, the DM here has taken all agency away from a player without any ability to. Uh, to fight back, to do anything, to say anything. It's being prescribed for them how they're feeling, mm. which I think has to always be a no. Like, that has to always be like a, you, you know, I don't think there's ever a situation which that really works unless you're, you know, the, the very kind of light version where you go like, oh, you look over a stunning vista and it's and you feel be- a sense of beauty. Like, yeah. f- sure, that's fine. But otherwise, do not prescribe anything to your players mm. because that is always going to lead to people feeling like they haven't got yeah uh agency like it can be as basic as like writing in character traits that people don't actually want or as egregious as this uh it's it in general people play rpgs uh looking to have agency people want to like they want to play these games usually to feel powerful Mm -hmm. and have adventures they couldn't normally have they don't usually want to play these games to feel powerless 
Um, yes. But I think regardless of the reason why a person is playing an RPG, there needs to be a conversation. And there clearly was not a conversation beforehand, but there should yeah. have been a conversation uh, and should there there should be really in any given game uh, ahead of time about what is appropriate and what people are comfortable with. Uh, mm-hmm, like what the tone mm-hmm. of the game is going to be, uh, what people are, co- what uh, people are and are not comfortable with, what are some gray areas, you know, like what are some hard lines where it's like just a hundred percent don't go there, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, and, and I think that the, the the thing that I find really shocking here is there is um a lack of awareness from this DMGM. To the point where, like, they don't realize that they... Like, I truly believe that as a DM or a GM, if you're investing in, like, a long-term campaign, even if you're doing a one-shot, you do have a duty of care. It's like anything. Mm -hmm. If you're entering into a space of trust, because that's what a game is, it's a space of trust, where we all say... You know, to get the best game, everyone comes to the table and they open they open themselves up and they say, "Hey, I'm available. I'm here. I want to play. I want to have fun." So it's you're making a circle of trust, Mm. or you know, a Zoom of trust, whatever it is, (laughs) and you fundamentally break that when you then when you disregard your own, uh, you know, as a DM or a GM your own responsibility to look after those players, to make sure that they're never in a position that they are uncomfortable with, to make sure that they can always, you know, call out and say that's not okay, to make sure that... Because you shouldn't even be putting them in a situation where they need to be calling out. Because like Jeremy said, there should be a conversation that's already happened. Um, Because it's it's just... Yeah, uh, I I think that... uh, Having a duty of care is is really, really important. And I think acknowledging that you have a duty of care is really, really important. I'm really just freaked out. I just I I like it's 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 a massive violation of consent. Like if, if the thing mm. that you're doing at the table um sort of rem- takes away agency from another person, that is a violation of consent within itself. That yeah. act is problematic already. Yeah, and I think that, but I think, but I think you're right because what you're saying there is the fact that we're investing in these characters. Therefore, anything that happens to yeah. these characters, there is an element of that going to that is going to affect us personally. And so that's what I mean. Like you have to understand as a GM that that that's going to make a difference. You know, that's going to make a huge yeah. difference. Yeah, because you're actually you're actually present in that moment. Mm. Oh, it's just such a mess. What were you thinking? What were you actually thinking? What was going through your mind when you did that? Yeah, it's... What what was the plan? That's the thing that baffles me. Yeah, exactly. What was the plan there? Like, how did you imagine this happening and everyone going, Hey, this this is a fun... Like, what? Like, that is wildly off for me. So, I think that one of the biggest issues... That we're identifying here is that there was a real lack of there's a real lack of care and there's a real lack of conversation in what mm-hmm. what happened here um and i'm aware that i don't want to like linger on this too long to give this any more attention like i said we're not going to link this anywhere because yeah. no one needs to see this this is just an example of a bad situation but what we want to do is make focus obviously on more good situations and how you can never, ever, ever be in this situation. And if you are ever in this mm. situation, you can say, hell no, and put the hammer down and be like, nope, we're, yeah. this, we're moving on or we're stopping um, and, yeah. and empowering everyone to be safe because you need to feel safe. These yeah. friggin' tables, it's such a personal thing mm. for a lot of people. Like we actually recently it's had supposed to be fun. Yeah, and we recently had uh, like Christina on the show, and she spoke mm-hmm. a lot about the fact that it's a very personal journey for yeah. her, and it's very like uh, it's a lot like you know it's a lot of like how we process things. If you know we've been massive nerds since we were like tiny, yeah. you know, so it's a part mm-hmm. of who we are. And so if you then take that and start doing all this horribleness, you know, it is it's 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 really it's a personal yeah. pro- it's a personal issue, yeah. like. And especially if you're playing a game with like a high level of emotional investment, mm. uh, people really, really care about their characters, hundred yeah. percent, and and can identify very strongly with their characters. Mm. And it can be very damaging to a person to have something that they're fully not okay with happening to their character, even if it's all imaginary, just because the a level of immersion mm. or mm. just the level of attachment yeah. to the mm. character. Absolutely. Mm. 
I, yeah, I completely agree. So in that vein, let's move on from this horrific example. Um, we've been searching around for some uh, some sort of tools and things that people can use. And I know that like I've got some ideas or things, you know, that I think we've already sort of touched on uh, here. Just talk, 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 have a conversation, like so that you don't land up in hot water. Like what I'm I'm still I'm like gobsmacked this even happened. Like just talk. Yeah. I'm sure if you spoke to this player about this character, they would have immediately said, No, of course I don't want that to happen to my character. Are you nuts? And then that would have put a stop to all of this. But also use your brain. Like, use your brain. It, like, I'm like, sorry, stop. use your brain. If if you like the example you always give you not to yeah is the fact that you were there with this white DM taking you through a plantation. Use your the goddamn brain. brain. Okay? Yeah. I'm sorry. But if I'm you sat right I'm genuinely here. this is gonna sound this is this is gonna sound extreme, but genuinely, if you're the kind of person that sees no issue with potentially sexually violating a player taking a, a black person to a plantation um you know uh, uh, i don't know like making wild kind of uh, religious prejudices just a, like um a part of the game and very poignant whatever it is you know actively victimizing a player for being a part of the lgbt community random slaves everywhere i don't know like... whatever <laughs> you shouldn't be a dm you don't have the emotional maturity to be a dm i know that sounds really extreme but i genuinely think you need to be able to empathize yeah. with mm. people on a like fundamental level enough, just enough <laughs> to realize when you're making someone uncomfortable. Yeah. Like you yeah. have to be able to do yeah. that. And I think a good a good way of establishing that is, as Unati said, you need to have uh, up front, there should be a conversation with people in which they, mm -hmm. it doesn't even necessarily mm -hmm. have to be. I would say if you are the, the GM, you don't necessarily need to have the conversation with the whole group at the same time, mm. because maybe mm -hmm. if somebody is yeah. not comfortable with something, they may not be comfortable sharing that with the rest of the group. Yes. But you yes. want to definitely establish trust with each player saying, basically, look, Please let me know if there is anything up front from now, if there's anything that you 100% don't want in the game. Uh, and and as we go on, if there is something that comes up that maybe is not something that you had previously mentioned, but that is really bothersome to you, you can please, please uh, approach me. Uh, either say during the game that it's a problem or if if you need to after the game it's up to you I guess to come and approach mm. the GM and say and that you always need to be, have an open uh, avenue of communication so mm. that people can mm. because really the it's uh, a big part of um, having safety is everybody feeling safe mm. to come to you yes. with problems so yes. you need to be you need to as a GM uh, create an environment in which people feel comfortable expressing when they are, are discomfort uh, when they are in discomfort over uh, a plot element or story mm. element. Yeah, and I'd go a step further to say that you know a lot of the kind of like common complaint, right? A lot of this like Matt Mercer effect complaint is that you know a role play is never the same, and the kind of the camaraderie between players is never the same as it is on these big shows and things like this. I would be I would be shocked if at least half of that isn't that players don't feel entirely comfortable at tables. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's not because you've done anything bad like this. I mean, that's a very extreme example. But right. I'm saying like the, the more comfortable you can make your players, mm -hmm. the, the easier they will find it to fully immerse, to fully just like enjoy the game, to play the game with their friends, to kind of let some of those guards down and just be present, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because that's a huge amount of what we did as actors, you know, a huge amount of like the improv and things like that. It's mm -hmm. just about learning where lines are so that you don't cross them and yep. then having fun and playing and realizing that you're safe in that space. Yeah. So actually, you know, again, like we always seem to say on the show, this will enrich your game, especially mm -hmm. from a role play perspective, because the more comfortable you can make someone feel at a table, the more willing they're going to be to have fun and play. Yeah. And make some crazy outlandish decisions that surprise everybody yeah. and end up becoming some of the most memorable parts of any given Absolutely. campaign. 
Um, I, I was I looked at a couple of different articles uh, in preparation for this. One of them was from Golden Lasso Games. Uh, they have an article called yes. Safety Tools, uh, and they they talk about pregame agreements, which is what we basically mm-hmm. just talked about. Everybody needs to say, you know, we need to first of all, everybody needs to know what the tone of the game is mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you're running similar to what Dimension Twenty just did with a Crown of Candy, a very dark, violent Game of Thrones based setting then that needs to be clearly communicated with your character or with the players so that everybody knows what they're in for um whereas if you're running something you know that's light fluffy fun my little pony you know goodness always triumphs (laughs) and you know there's never really a risk of you guys losing that needs to also be uh communicated up front so that everybody knows just so everybody's on the same Mm -hmm. page um and because that'll help player between players as well like them all matching the tone absolutely you know what I mean? yeah. so you don't so you don't then find one player is always kind of pushing something maybe into a space that it shouldn't be or do you know what i mean making because mm-hmm. other players because of course make people feel uncomfortable yeah um but i think it's it's your job as the dm to steer that so that we don't hopefully that we don't get into that obviously sometimes you can't help yeah. it some people don't pick up on those things and you know you might have to be a bit more blatant yeah um, in saying no yeah, yeah but now, um, but now so that you've had that conversation you have something you can clearly point to and say okay look you knew this going yeah. in mm-hmm. you have no excuse to be behaving this way like you, this needs to change and yeah. That, yeah that will also help you to recognize if a person by some chance is like being just truly malignant and is actually deliberately trying to sabotage the game as rare as that may be uh, at least in the tables mm-hmm. i've played in it nobody's ever tried it but i've heard horror stories of course in which players do stuff like that but having this conversation mm-hmm. up front gives you something to point back to and not just the gm <sighs> but any given player because if something is mm-hmm. bothering the other players uh they should be able to point at it and be like hey this is this is not okay like we already talked about this um another thing that golden lasso games uh suggests which i think is also a very good idea uh is to debrief Uh, and i actually do Mm -hmm. i do kind of a version of this yeah uh in my games uh after you finished a session of your game it's important to check in with everyone i'm reading directly Mm -hmm. from the site uh to see how they're feeling this can be done by the gm in private with each person for highly sensitive games or just be a casual conversation with everyone after the game um i will usually ask everybody like did you enjoy that what did you like what did what didn't you like what what are some stuff that you maybe we feel like we could work on what's some stuff you're interested in um Mm -hmm after my games uh, yeah what, I, how about you yeah. guys i tend to do a similar thing i kind of um i kind of i have sort of like a small uh feedback session um in which i kind of have to like make clear it's like it's it's not about necessarily like um sort of ticking boxes with me it's about it's an opportunity for you guys to really tell me what you enjoy what you didn't enjoy because in some mm-hmm. sessions like even with something as basic as um like uh some players enjoying um doing puzzles and some parties really liking doing puzzles and problem solving but other players just really wanting to like roll into combat all the time and like i need i need to know Mm -hmm. that like i need to know whether i'm boring you by setting up this intricate puzzle that's going to take the whole session to solve but you guys just want to roll into combat encounters all the time you like and so i kind of give a space of like for people to say, actually, like, I didn't really enjoy having to work up that puzzle and I really had fun hitting that gnome over the head. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, then <laughs> yeah. I'll give you more of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll give you more of that and then some more. And, of and then some more yeah. than puzzles. Yep. You can do yeah, that. Yeah. You can do that. I think, um, I don't, like, necessarily know if it, if it works and it's kind of like an unintentional thing that I've done with, that I do in my games, which is, like, I quite like kind of almost, like, peeling the screen back a little bit after my games like we'll mm. just sit and just chat and I'll go, oh man, that bit was crazy. You know, when that happened and mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Like no word of a lie. I got this role and then this role and then this role. And you know, stuff that like maybe I haven't told my players or, you know, sometimes I'll even be like, you know, if you'd have gone through that door, there'd have been this or so, do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's, it's it necessarily works, but I think that anything you can kind of do to like try and like peel that power imbalance away a little bit. Cause that's something that's inherently a part of the game, right? Is there is this weird power imbalance between player and GM and, I think that mm. under more traditional tables, it can it could probably feel a bit like once you get into like game mode, you know, the sort of I don't know, like the friendship strips down a little bit. Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. more in like a, you know, yeah. it's more of like an exchange as opposed to like just friends chatting and and hanging out and having fun. And I guess it'd be my thing would be like trying to keep as much of that as possible because I think as long as my as long as the people I'm playing with know 
hey, I'm just your friend over here and I'm just trying to make you guys have fun, the more likely they are to come to me and say, hey, you know that one thing we did? That really was, not fun. Uh, wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't a good Wasn't time. my thing. <laughs> wasn't my jam. I hope that would be the case. Um, so yeah, I think that would be something I'd say. But I definitely think that I'll be taking this sort of what you said there, Jeremy, about kind of breaking it down a little bit more afterwards and sort of saying, you know, how did everyone enjoy that? Mm-hmm. You know, is there anything else that you, you you'd want to find in 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 there for your character, or or a bit less yeah. of? Yeah. And there was yeah. something that was also in the article, um, Jeremy, um, about in-game um stuff. Yes, in-game safety tools. Um, before we uh before we oh. get to that, they actually okay, cool. do also suggest having an open door policy, which I think is actually it never occurred to me. But essentially, I guess it, theoretically everybody already has this ability, but not every game actually has this established, which is mm. uh, players can either leave the table or leave the game in a mature manner for any reason without being judged. Um, yeah. Obviously, that doesn't uh, apply to people who are just being jerks. Like, if somebody flips the table, punches <laughs> one of the other players and storms off, uh, judgment may be, a, judgment may be yeah. uh, appropriate in, the, in that yeah. case. Yeah, it will be but, swift. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, someone switches on me, like, like, but, yeah, you better know, I'm coming at you. <laughs> you don't know Jasper, me like that. Jasper, the Jasper is the like the avenging angel of the table, just yeah. coming after you with the flaming. I actually rise like a spirit out of the out of the table itself. <laughs> One like you. Yeah, the player's like, why do I hear I... boss music? As you rise because he's coming. <laughs> I'm like a paladin, but for TTRPG, <laughs> I just appear and exact uh, exact my like anger on on assholes at tables. <laughs> um, you, uh, you carry a great hammer of retribution. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So and it just really comically like bonks them on the head, and they go. <laughs> and like sink to the ground and everyone laughs and that's the end of the episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh and actually it can also apply to like if even if you're just leaving the table not fully leaving the game but you just needed like a quick break or whatever uh as the, as the site specifies that's uh that should also be available and i think it's worth just obviously this is i think something a lot of this is i think stuff that in a lot of games people just assume um but i think it's mm. worth actually talking it out um, I actually, yeah. after, because my friend told me about this back in April, the, the video that we had seen that we were discussing at the beginning, my friend told me about this back in April and I, um, uh, after that, like approached my players and was like, Hey guys, we need to have a quick conversation. Is there anything? Cause I was like, not that I would have ever intended to do something like this, but I'm like, check. this guy, when I saw how oblivious this DM was, I was yeah. like, I'd never want to be that guy, like who's who's causing Ever. that much suffering yeah. for their players, and is just does not realize it. Honestly, I wouldn't yeah. want to cause that much suffering, regardless. But you definitely don't want to <laughs> cause it by accident. Uh, so I went to like my my players was like, Hey guys, is there anything? I think I went to them individually and as a group, like multiple times. I was like, Is there anything? And uh, we had some valuable conversations out of that. Um, but yes, mm. Unati, you mentioned the in-game tools. Yeah. Um, the first one they bring up is the X card, which mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. they're actually using in the current season of Dimension 20, uh, uh, Pirates of Leviathan. Uh, mm-hmm. They're using kind of a, a variation of it. But the X card, as described on the uh, in the uh, Golden Lasso Games article, is essentially a big a card with like a big X on it. Uh, that is on the table where everybody can reach it. And if anybody feels uncomfortable, they just touch the X card. They don't need to give an explanation for why. There needs to, there doesn't need to be any justification. But the, the GM and the other players will just immediately like change the scene uh, or skip what's happening, change mm-hmm. what's happening, um, and you just move on. Um, I think in in the Pirates of Leviathan, they're using a like a yellow-red X system. Yeah, I think it's probably similar to um, the Consent Flower, I'm guessing, that they have on the Golden Lasso. I don't know if you've seen this uh, yes. slightly lower down in the article. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's uh, yeah, they've got green, yellow, red. and red. And basically, it's just like a little way that you can signal kind of, you know, how mm-hmm. something uh, how something's going yeah. for you. Mm. Um, and I actually, I actually really like that system purely because... I like the fact there's a green one yeah, as well because right. I like the idea <laughs> that if you're, 
Well, yeah, but like if Everybody. you're, you know, if you're, if everyone's at the table, everyone's having fun, and you're like role playing a scene which could be like, I don't know, something really intense and a bit like, you know, which could be definitely a bit much at some, do you know what I mean? I, I mm-hmm. think that's definitely fine. But if you've been friends for like years and years, I quite like the idea that, you know, say someone's trying to press someone for information and it gets a little bit intense and heated at the table. It's it's really like there's definitely going to come a point where you're going to go, okay, is this, is, this safe? is this too much? Like, am I pushing too yeah. much on my friend here? Like, do I need to pull back? Your friend can just raise his green like, card that, and be like, we're that's good. That's let's keep, let's keep going. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I know I'm acting scared, yeah. but that's a part of the yeah. thing. I like... Yeah. Because I think, again, that's... that's it, we're yeah. learning... We're going to learn wherever each other's boundaries yeah. are if we're kind of being really open and honest. And that's a really good way of not breaking then the role play. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not like... Of not breaking the moment... And you show me, so we can't have any of these like, oh, but that's going to like ruin the flow of the game. Like, whatever. Like, (laughs) but my scene integrity, guys, my scene integrity. Yeah, uh, but that's just what happened. No, it's not. I can wreck, we can wreck on everything. I'm the dungeon master. Sit down and shut up. Everybody (laughs) everybody was out here giving the BDSM community a hard time and look at how well we handled consent. Yes, and how well we handled consent, guys. We've got it down pat. Yes. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Got a dog pet. <laughs> it's, it's so true like yeah like you mentioned before we started discussing this about that and i was like that's a it's a really valid point because for some people and like we have discussed literally earlier in this episode about how important and how valuable this is especially if you're someone who struggles with mental health which i know i do all the time um of course this stuff can affect you there are times this is a thing this is me opening there are times where i will leave a d like i will dm a session and I will be in like knots afterwards because I'm convinced my players had a horrible time. Like, like genuinely, I will feel like I'm going to cry mm. because I'm convinced that I did something wrong or that my players had a horrible time because it feels de- like, and I don't, I can't control it. It feels very deeply personal mm. for me. It's probably also you know, the abusive so- messages I send you after every session. <laughs> it is true that Jeremy does afterwards. Just go, I hate this. Why do I have to be here? Yeah. Please let me continue to be in Three Back Halflings and not be in your games. <laughs> I also, I've gotten weirdly personal with some of the criticisms. I'm now criticizing yeah. uh, his hair. Hairstyle. My hair. <laughs> it, is, I was, it is mostly my hair. And then any attempt at a beard I make mm-hmm. is immediately... Uh, uh, yeah. If you, but, wear, if you but, wear a sleeveless shirt, I'm going, on, going in on the deltoids. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm just flexing now. Uh, I am the malignant. I am the malignant player. 
<laughs> must be re- yes. removed. That's why we only let him DM on the show. <laughs> we don't let him play. That's why he's not DM. Every time I've played on the show, uh, Jasper has had to edit out at least 45 minutes so of me berating much. whoever's screaming, <laughs> screaming at people. Um, but but no, but what? But you know, to to that point though, like uh, the amount of uh, anxiety and, and things that it can cause, even though it is just a game, uh, is very real for people. It's very real, and even like immediately, the idea of that debrief. Suddenly, I go, oh, cool. Because also, it gives you a chance to do th- like retcon things, and to, I like, and I know that's not what we want as DMs, and we hate the idea of having to do that. But at the end of the day, if something's happened that a player feels like, hey, I was really out of control of that situation, and even if it's not necessarily made them feel uncomfortable, mm. it's like, how come I couldn't do anything? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, if you just say, oh, you've been kidnapped, like, or you've been you've been locked in prison, there's nothing, and that's it, you know, yeah. yep. and the rest of the party went on and did something. And they didn't get an opportunity to like try and break themselves out or whatever. Then it, I think it's perfectly justified for a player to be like, "Can I not do something? Yeah. Can I not try at least?" Yeah. Like, fair enough. If I try and fail, if That's I roll fine. like nat ones or whatever, then fine. And so I think that, yeah, have space mm-hmm. to wreck on things and to kind of because the more flexible you appear, the more again the more the players are going to go. Oh, I okay. I know that they're going to respond well to mm-hmm. this if I say something, and they're not going to like come at me and be angry that I've brought something up. And yeah. actually, you know? on that on that note, um, the Golden Lasso Games article actually offers another option called a script change, which mm-hmm. is something you would do uh. in game. There are three okay. cards placed in the middle of the table: rewind pause and fast forward and rewind actually takes if you touch that card it takes the game back before the uncomfortable content so that you can actually retcon it out organically in game um pause puts the scene on pause uh so that everybody can kind of take a break and maybe discuss stuff and then fast forward just skips past whatever uncomfortable content is happening so that it isn't actually described yeah yeah um Yeah. Because, you know, if you, if, you, if you ship two of your characters, they're happy with it, but you just don't need to go into detail. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just leave. You can just, yeah. We can just hit that fast forward. We know what happened. We're all adults. It's cool. Yep. <laughs> we saw the cutaway and then the train going into the tunnel. That's yeah, all we exactly. need. <laughs> That's all we need. That's all we need. Yeah. Cutaway and then the train going into the tunnel. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew that. I'm <laughs> so sorry. I was trying to glide straight past. Wait, like, the train going into the tunnel. I think the mental image just hit yeah, like, you like, like a train. Have you guys seen the movie? I think it's North by Northwest that I'm actually referencing. It's a Hitchcock movie where there was originally a scene of like the two people going to bed or something. It was a sex scene or something that was about to be a sex scene. But because of, I believe, the, um, what is it? The Hayes Code? I can't, I, no, wait. Was the Hayes Code comics? I'm sorry, guys. I like movies and comic books, and both of them had... Nope, that Comics Code Authority is the the thing that was with comics. The Hayes Code, at the time, like, prohibited Mm. a lot of that. So instead of showing that, uh, he showed, like, the two of them going into a, like, into bed, and then just immediately cut to the image of the train they were on going into a tunnel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) maybe that maybe that's a that maybe if if that's if we've all decided that that's happening we've you know we don't need to see anything or describe anything maybe the dm can just have a little sirenscape like on on, like ready to go and we can just drop that in and everyone which is everyone knows oh Oh, boy that's great Uh, yeah (laughs) in D &D, you just see a sword be put into a sheath yeah yeah (laughs) Um, or other variations. Yeah, of, other variations. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. We, <laughs> we, Whoa! <laughs> head yeah. into helmet. Who knows? Oh, geez. Um, okay. Hobbit <laughs> into hole. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can already feel my amazing partner being like, well, this is getting cut. That's getting cut. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to be referencing this the rest of the episode. Yeah. This obviously. is the new tenant. Um. Uh, so the new tenant. So uh, well, that's only a, that's a patron Patreon only patron joke. exclusive. Like, if people, you want to understand patron. this joke, <laughs> become yeah. a patron. Uh, <laughs> become a patron. So um, uh, there's one other thing that we hadn't discussed actually, and that ties yes. in with the 
earlier, um, the early pre-game discussion, which is lines and veils, uh, yes. which are established boundaries for the story that are defined by each player individually. Uh, mm-hmm. it, generally, they are shared with the GM either as a group or in private before the start of a game or campaign. Uh, the lines are hard boundaries that exclude uh, specified content from the game, no questions asked. So could include anything yes. without going into specifics. But veils are often softer limits. Well, they are softer limits where the player is okay with it being included, but let's not explicitly describe it. Um, so, you know, yeah, sure. cutaways to trains going into tunnels, that sort of thing. That would be your veil. Yeah. Uh, whereas the, the, the line would be like, we just don't <laughs> even see them go to the room. Yeah. Uh, yeah we yeah. just won't even talk about it. That's just not, that's just not going to happen in the story whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. That's just not. And, yeah. but yeah, because, because, uh, like Unati said right at the beginning of this episode, there is no need for it to happen. There is no advancement of story here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so we can find, and there are so many ways to tell those stories, you know, so many, like romance in the modern world takes so many different forms. It doesn't have to be, uh, sexualized. It doesn't have to, you know I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many lovely and beautiful ways that you could describe people finding a moment of connection and meaning and whatever without doing the, the crass thing of like, you know. This is the best way I can. Do you know what I mean? Um, So I think as well, like we can challenge ourselves as DMs to just be a bit more eloquent with some of these things, be a bit more nuanced with some of these things. Yeah. Um, I think we're always challenging people to do that on this show, like be more nuanced. nuanced. Always. Um, Get good uh, scrub. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... But like, I think even with, but I think, I think that. Because we're because I think what we're not we're not we're definitely not saying that you can't tackle any hard, difficult, challenging subjects with D and D. We're not saying that at all. But we're saying like if you want to do that as a DM and you're you've discussed it with your team and they're ready and they're okay and they want to do it, then do your research. Mm-hmm. Get yourself some books. Get mm-hmm. yourself online. Check stuff out. Like check out places. You know, uh, like James Mendes Hodes uh, Hodes website and see what he's has to offer. Other, you know, uh, sensitivity um, consultants, or like coaches and cults uh, consultants. Sorry, yeah, thank you. Um, and see what they say on certain topics. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's going to give you tools to then help you redig really into. Yeah, it. like on that point, yeah. like. Um, I'm about to play my first Call of Cthulhu game, um, and it's set in World War One. But I'm playing a Windrush Generation nurse, so Ooh, okay. so the storyteller was mm. kind of like, um, so we need to talk about the thing in the room, um, like, so you're you're brown. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm black. I'm gonna be playing black. Yep, in World War One, and like. I'm not. I'm not all of a sudden gonna play a white lady. That's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm a black yeah. woman. I'm really not gonna all of a sudden just play a white ginger lady. I don't know, named Shelley or something. That's just not gonna fly. Um, so we had to have a real grown-up conversation about how we're gonna manage that in game. So I was like, well, she's mm-hmm. like, so what do we do? And I was like, well, there are certain lines that I'm not willing to cross. Like, you can't use racial slurs at me directly. Um, you mm-hmm. can't, um, uh, other player characters can't do that, nor can the storyteller do that at all at any given point. You can't reference other, um, NPCs and people in the general society with racial slurs either, like around me mm-hmm. in the room ever. However, if we get into a situation where there is a, you know, a, a no blankets allowed sign, like a no blacks allowed sign, that's fine because that's real and would sure. be in the world. I have an mm-hmm. issue with direct name calling at me and hearing those words in other people's mouths, um, even in session. So she took a really mature... And that's not safe for you. It's not safe yeah, for me. That's not safe for um, you. She took yeah. a really mature approach because I said, it would be even weirder if you spent an entire session trying to avoid the fact that I was black. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. That yes. would be even yes. weirder. I'd be like, um, yeah. are we going to ignore the fact that I just walked into a gentleman's club and I'm a brown lady from Jamaica? Like, yeah. are we gonna are we gonna ignore that like are we not even gonna like address it at this all a very liberal very progressively minded gentleman <laughs> do you know what i mean like i mean that's like that's equal opportunity you actually step forward in time <laughs> yeah. to this yes. very liberal gentleman yeah, the like word that's... gentleman also has been stripped of its original meaning it yeah. now just means being, being. and it's yeah. fine like 
This yeah. being club. Yeah, and I mean, once we all start going insane and seeing like Lovecraftian kind of horror things happen to us, obviously we're going to s- stop caring about like, you know, black, white, female, male, whatever. But like, because we're going to start going absolutely <laughs> yeah. nuts, right? Yeah. Um, Unlike Lovecraft um, himself. We yeah, will yeah, 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 we yeah. will, yeah. yeah. Um, problematic man. Um, but I really appreciated the way that she handled it. She was just straightforward and mature about the situation and asked me and then mm. I and gave me an opportunity to respond and set some boundaries and then mm, if something mm. does accidentally happen in game it's not then you know that somebody then gets hit with the stupid stick um it's just that it just mm-hmm. goes oh by the way you've forgotten that we've set this boundary you've crossed it and then we can just go yeah. oh i'm sorry and then we just yeah. move on and we can keep playing and then we just move on and there's no need to linger yeah. on it yeah 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 for sure was this was this gm uh white yeah 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 white. oh White lady. Well, way to go. Yeah, she's, she's setting a good nice. example. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. Well, that, exactly. There we go. We've 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 uh, somewhat bookended, but not the end. But we've somewhat bookended it with a good example, which is <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, of of exactly what we've spoken about here, and exactly how important it is. Because I guarantee you, were if that if you were to have any doubts that that GM was not going to bring that level of listening, uh, to it, guarantee you would not have felt comfortable and probably would not want to play yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, do you mean if 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 you'd have turned around and said, "Hey, this is kind of like a line for me," and they'd have been like, "Well, you know, we're gonna stick pretty, you know, true to history," and so Uh. you know, someone might actually call you that name. Uh, then you know, I'm gonna. Well, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stick true to real life, and I might actually punch you in the throat, and then we'll see how we resolve. That. I was literally, yeah. I was literally thinking to myself, I was like, how do I not incite violence here, even though I feel like that's that would be the key. Yeah, um, is to I, just slap this guy up his yeah, head. Yeah, um, and then or, I just, you know, I just kind of followed through with like, yeah, you hit them upside the head. No, you don't hit them upside yeah, the head. You, hit them you resolve your, head. Yeah, you resolve your um, arguments in a reasonable adult manner, and once you, if you feel like you can't do that then let them go with god you know just let it go with god and just 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 you turn around you just, <laughs> just walk, walk away, away. Just, <laughs> like, yeah just walk yeah. away go find go find a better call of cthulhu exactly, table. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. uh you know? and actually it should be stressed that these these um safety tools that we're implementing are not just for stuff that the gm themselves are introducing mm. it could also be any mm. player because there are sometimes uh i've met people who were in games in which other players were doing stuff repeatedly that made them uncomfortable but they didn't really feel like in a position to really say much about it but it i think safety tools like this give you the opportunity also to uh caution other players because it's it's about everybody it's everybody's responsibility ultimately the gm may have more individual power than any other individual but everybody it's everybody's responsibility to try and make it a fun experience for everybody else yeah, and I think that you should, you know, like we said earlier with agents, agency as a player, you should definitely feel comfortable enough to say, hey, um, you know, I listened to this great podcast the other day and they were talking about safety tools. Maybe we should introduce these to the table. That's fine. I'd like, I would love it if a player came to me with that, that kind of idea and said, like, I just think this would help improve the game. Um, and I, and I think that it's that kind of situation where if you go very openly very kind of like honestly just saying, hey, I just think this would help. And their reaction isn't a positive one. I think that there's a, more of a conversation that needs to happen. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, if, I feel like if you need to check yourself as a DM if that makes you feel uncomfortable that a player would come to you, not with anything to do with the actual like content of your, do you know what I mean? Your world. Mm-hmm. But if, if them saying, hey, can we like maybe draw some lines in the sand and just you know, have have an idea of what makes everyone feel comfortable and not comfortable. Like that should be that's that's a, that should be a hundred percent fine for you as a yeah. as a person as a DM, and 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 as a player, you should be able to bring that to your DM because that's a perfectly normal uh, request to make and a, a really positive request to make. I think. Yeah. Uh, I know I can't speak for you guys, but I'm definitely going to be implementing probably some very like the uh, a combined version of like the, the X card and consent flower. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. I don't have because of COVID and whatnot, we're not playing at a literal table. Plus, mm. two of our players are in uh, a completely separate country. So mm. they. Mm. But I think it would be good to implement. We've never had, I don't think, ma- like any real conflict or excuse me, content issues before. But I think it would be very helpful to implement going forward just in case because you never know. Mm. 
what people have gone through in their lives and what certain people are comfortable with or uncomfortable with that they may not have even realized in the moment, mm. like when you first asked them. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely I'm going to be implementing stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I 100%. Um, I think um, it kind of raises... We've spoken a lot about one of the, my, my home games where there uh, always feels like we teach her on the edge of uh, PvP. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think that you're both laughing because you're both in it. It is a tenuous, um, tenuous alliance. It is really like, oh, I got to pull these guys together. But I'm already thinking, man, I should have this conversation because I think that actually giving everyone the space to go like okay let's all speak and say that this is not per- this is not- none of this is personal none of this is anything do you know what i mean mm-hmm. it takes any doubt away from when we if we do go pvp that we're not having fun still do you know what yeah. i mean yeah because that was that's always been my concern is that if we ever got to pvp which i'm not afraid of as a dm like let's and let's do it if your mm-hmm. characters want to hash it out you're probably not going to kill each other you know they'll, you'll find ways to survive but Let's do it. Like, you can let that aggression out. But I worry, and I think I've always steered people away from it because I worry that people will take it in a slightly personal way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That people might be like, well, why are you doing this to my character? Again, because it's it's a personal yeah. thing. And so I'm already thinking, okay, cool. I'm, I've logged that in my head of like, aha, that's an interesting thing I can implement to my game. And I know as me as a GM would feel more comfortable knowing that everyone uh, at that table, if we head down that route, is is all on the same page mm-hmm. that we're we're when we roll the initiative we're like you know what i'm about to do i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> like you know and everyone's like and it's it's fun and it's do you know what i mean yeah i feel like i'm i'm gonna say this now and immediately go oh cool let's do it i'm gonna punch him in the head <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like a massive bundle as soon as you start the massive next brawl. yeah Absolutely tpk yeah I, TPK. I think yeah. i'm definitely gonna use it in in my games as well mostly because i've now started baby home brewing um and, yeah, and I'm running yeah. on it, but also what was it was easier to play with you two today or like test it with you two today. But I've got um, a couple of non POC players coming into the game, and I'm trying to incorporate Ooh. them into the world, but also like try to find ways that I do not make them feel um, I don't know persecuted um, because mm. um, obviously the game is about you know reclaiming land from the colonizer. Um, so like how do I have players who kind of say oh I want to like have snuck in through one of the portals when they accidentally open and I find myself in the space how do we then navigate having that discussion how do they talk to people what do they learn do they assimilate mm-hmm. into the culture so I'm going to have to have like good uh, like good table etiquette I think I'm definitely going to use the, the flower system so that people can just go whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. Um, I feel like that's actually kind of personal and I can go mm-hmm okay let's reassess that and then like do like a script rewrite and then and then also like because i'm going to be learning I've, i don't know i've never had to you know have those conversations with like non-pocs mm. at a table so i'm going to be have to i'm going to be have to i'm going to be figuring it out as i go along as well so i think it just also makes everybody feel safe and mm-hmm. yeah i actually have a question mm. for jeremizzle cobbizzle oh yes um it just comes to my head. I wonder, you spoke uh, on previous episodes about your desire to do an Africa-based setting, mm-hmm. that you'd tried it once, and part of the reason why you love Wakanda <laughs> so much is you're getting to live that dream. Um, I kind of wonder, uh, do you feel like any of these tools might have helped you potentially get more out of that first time that you tried? Because I remember you saying that it was just a bit of a sticking point where it wasn't quite what you'd intended it to be. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? And, the pl- like, and, and certain things just didn't marry up. Like, I wonder whether it could have, if, if you'd employed any of these things, both for yourself as a DM to feel more comfortable and the players to feel more comfortable. I don't know. I, yeah. I just sort of, I think, it just sort of made me think. I yeah. think part of the weakness of that initial attempt was that all of us never actually, like the, the we never had a, a situation where the entire group got to sit down and plan the characters and talk about this together. I tried to sure. uh, chase down people individually, but one person in particular, um, I never, I don't think I ever met them until we actually started playing. And so I had sure. no, that was the person playing Amanda Pegg. Uh, and I, I never had an opportunity to talk to them like face to face and be like, Hey, can we maybe try and actually fit with the setting itself? 
uh, <laughs> yeah. beforehand. Um, and I think if we had, if, if I had, it was also relatively early into my, uh, GMing career, I guess. Yes. Uh, and yes. so I, I didn't feel as comfortable being like, Hey guys, okay, I get, we're trying to have so... fun here, but like, we need to like the, the, it's a setting, the setting is there for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think absolutely, uh, especially the communication up front. Mm. And I think if we'd been able to, if we'd drawn a line basically saying, let's not be like mocking the culture that we're currently drawing from for this game. Yes. Uh, yes. That would also, I think, have been an element that would have been very helpful. Because one of the things I think has always turned, like, turned me off from doing, uh, like, one-shots, like, themed one-shots and things like that, because I really want to, like, explore, like, totally random settings, is because I'm always a bit, like, I just don't know how to approach having the conversation of, like, kind of what I want to get out of it as a DM. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's, it just, it feels a bit icky to even say it, because it's, like, the the, the general sort of assumption is, like, oh, this is all for the players. Yeah, which is not true. You're, it's, you're supposed to have fun, too. Like, everybody's supposed to have fun. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm already thinking, for me as a DM, I'm thinking, oh, man, I'm going to do this because I know this is going to make me feel so much more comfortable when I DM. Yeah. This is going to make me feel so much more like I'm in control. I know what I'm doing. I'm having fun. And I can really, and I know that if I push these players or if I get them, you know, if I, if I drop them down to zero hit points and they fail two death saves that they're not like, oh, fuck, like, why are we do- like, do you know yeah. what I mean? That they're going to be a part of, they're not going to, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're not going to be angry with me. They're not going to be upset with me. They're not going to be, they're going to be on the same page knowing that I'm with them. And it's just about having that conversation and, and we've I know we've said it so many times. It's common sense. But it's not always like the mm. it's the, the thing that you immediately want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's definitely it's like the last thing I thought about doing when I first started DMing. It's like the last thing that I thought I was gonna do is sit that people down and go, right, so this is how I'm gonna run my games. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like I think I did like a couple of rules things. I was like, you know, oh we're gonna, you know, um this is how we're gonna do nat twenties, this is gonna how we're gonna do potions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But we didn't say like how we're we gonna feel comfortable and enjoy well, this. And it's cause it's you want it to be fun at first. You wanna be like, hey guys, we're gonna have a great yeah. time. Yeah. Blah, 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 and you want it to be upbeat. And I think it's possible to communicate all of this in an upbeat way, even yeah. if it, it concerns some potentially heavy subjects. But ultimately, safety can be a fun like safety makes it more fun. So if, so if, yeah, it's Safety very fine to be like, okay, guys, look, I want you guys to tell me up front if blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, if there are things that bother you, et cetera, mm-hmm. you can either say it now or you can say it to me individually. Uh, cause this, the goal is to avoid including this in the game. So, cause I don't want to bother any of you guys. Like, I don't want anything that I do or mm. anything that anybody else does to bother any of you personally. Cause we're here to have a fun time. Mm. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, and it's just suddenly made me think as well that um that it might be a good place for people to then kind of like they don't have to but it could be a place where people could share some like you know if they've got like actually this this could like be sticky for me just because this happened or you know i mean like if you're a group of friends that don't often share you're opening yourselves up to have a conversation about things that could be potentially challenging and it might be that after you have that conversation the player goes oh, actually no, i feel like okay now because i feel like you know where i'm at with that mm-hmm. scenario yeah. do you know what i mean if if uh you know like you were saying about people not calling you names etc mm-hmm. you could quite easily open up about you know if you feel comfortable if you're in a group of friends say this is why i don't like people calling me those names it's going to immediately the players the other players and the other and the dm are going to immediately go okay cool like we definitely know why we need to avoid this now it's not just like a hard no and i'm not saying that i'm not recommending that anyone does this i'm just saying if the space is there yeah. then why not because you might then find oh actually now that i've spoken about it and i know that you guys know where i'm at i know i kind of i have faith in you guys and my friends that you'll never push it too yeah. far mm-hmm. do you know what i mean or you'll ne- we're never we're never going to cross a line that i w- wouldn't be comfortable yeah. with yeah yeah um because I feel like there's scenarios, there's things that would trigger me uh, or potentially could get, like, make me feel a bit weird, which I would, I would be like hard no on like Arbogadu setting, mm. which we're like live on Twitch and whatever. Yeah. But in our home game where I'm DMing and it's all of us around, like, you know, mm-hmm. is some of my best friends. Hell yeah, we can, you know what I mean? We could definitely go somewhere like that and I would be fine and I would probably, be, and I would be able to invest and do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So it, it it's it can be fl- fluid in my, in my head at least it can be fluid there's certain 
things I'm already thinking of like okay yeah that would be a no and in that scenario it might be a yeah. yes it will it might be like a it would be a veiled thing as opposed to a hard yeah. line you know yeah. to to use the the terminology yeah uh, absolutely um but this has been this has been a really like love I've re- I've actually really enjoyed this episode this is kind of give me a lot of ideas about what yeah. I want to do I feel like forward. we started yeah. this episode really hot and now we're finishing it quite warm yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah, I was very sad. Uh, actually, I felt like we started like like, like ice cold. I we were like really, this. Really, really sad. I'm going. Mm, I'm going to find this guy, and I'm going. You <laughs> know, like really whereas, whereas yeah, we've 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 warmed up now. Um, like I don't want to spend my Friday uh, night feeling these feelings. I was like, why? Yeah. Whereas now I feel like hell. Yeah. Let's play some dude. Dude. Yeah. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Do you guys remember that scene in Fellowship of the ring when gandalf and oh, bilbo gosh. are blowing the the smoke they're like smoking oh the yeah pipe, yeah where it makes a little lead. ship yeah and mm-hmm. and bilbo mm. shoots out a little ring and then gandalf has a mm. little ship go through it oh yeah there you go wow right there. that's the that's the thing that's the yeah. image you just pop that up on Zoom, and we all <laughs> just know. Just the ship going through. <laughs> Everybody will know. Just, just pop that GIF up on Zoom. Share your screen. Boom. Yeah. We all yeah. know. No need to go into deets. Yeah. No need to go in the deets. Yes. <laughs> um, but this is this is a huge this is a huge t- uh, topic, and we've already discussed um, sort of privately uh, wanting to get more educated voices mm-hmm. involved um so halflings if you if there's anyone we should be reaching out to to talk to about this thing we've got our ideas about who we want to uh try and bring on the show or at least try and contact about this sort of thing so please send stuff through uh like at tb halflings on twitter and instagram mm-hmm. um or you can uh, email us at second breakfast at tb uh if you have any ideas about who we should be talking to in this space um we want to be offering up as much solution as many solutions as we can um and sort of remedies for these for this scenario so that we are being a good voice for sort of change and positivity uh thank you very much for joining us uh for this episode i hope you have a really wonderful monday well i guess people might be catching up another time so can't really say well, if you are listening on Monday, huge props to you because you're listening to it the day it came out. So, and the next, the next Monday that you experience, and yes, exactly. I hope the next Monday, even if you're not listening to this on yeah. a Monday, whatever the next Monday yeah. is, or even if there's like a proverbial Monday in yeah. your life, we hope that because it could it be, is, it could be like a Wednesday because some people's hump day is Wednesday, right? So, like when I'm saying Monday, mm, I'm thinking, yeah. oh god, here we go, Monday. But maybe that's your Wednesday. So have a good Wednesday. Have a good day, whatever day you're listening to this. Live your best life. (laughs) Live your best life. Uh, And we will see you very soon. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk. So long, Shire Folk.